0: Lord God, the reason we live is to exalt your holy name and to glorify your name forever. Thank you that that doesn't just depend on the ups and downs of this life, but it depends on an eternal God who is always watching out for us. Thank you, God, that you came down to the lowest places to walk with your people in their humility. Thank you that you are risen on high with power from above to step into our lives in our times of need. Thank you, God. Help us fix our eyes on Jesus. And know that you are having your eyes have your eyes on us at all times. I pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Now I'm going to talk a little bit, which I know I'm usually. Anyway, this is strange. Okay, so it's a strange service, so that's okay, right? We're family. We're we're family. We're not a Broadway show or anything like that. Um, it's uh, usually when I testify, I'm up here, and instead of and when I'm here, I'm singing. So anyway, just go with it. It's all right. Um, One of the things, I I love testimony services because God is at work among all of us, and it's not always just what you get from a pulpit or a a, a microphone. Um, I was at a prophetic conference or I heard it online, and they said, you don't need a microphone to be a prophet. Um, You know, it's what God has given you in your heart for someone that you're encountering to speak God's love and God's word into them. Um, and so it's not just what's up here, but it's what's out among us. And even online, believe it or not, God, God is out there as well as in this house, right? Um, um, so anyway, so what I wanted to talk about is God with us in real life. And the, idea, the single word, if I was going to put it in a single word, it would be perspective. Um, and if I look just with these eyes, then I miss a lot. But when I have perspective from a little higher, then I see a lot more. And I want to tell you um, one story and then a, well, a couple of applications. This is from my, my pay job as a city bus driver. Two more days, by the way, two more days. My, my pay job is a city bus driver. And when you get to a layover, um, you get sort of a little break before you jump back into the, the rush hour again. And I was at um, Uptown Station in Midway, uh, in Uptown Station over at 21 Line, Minneapolis. And um, I was just on my break and and I walked over to an edge and there's sort of a drop down where you see a bike path and stuff like that out there. And I looked down and this was an early, early spring and there was a tiny little yellow flower right at the bottom, right way down, it was 20 feet down. And I'm looking at that flower and it was so beautiful. It was the first color I'd seen that year and I said, God, that flower is so beautiful, and um, it just lifted my spirits just to see color in a gray world, Um, and so I thought about perspective, and I said, Father, is that how you see things? Is that how you see beauty? And Father said, you should see how I see, and I got a download in that instant of not only that flower, but the, the seed that went that brought that flower out and the water, the nutrients in the soil that enabled that flower to grow up in that place. What place that flower there so that I could see it and praise God. There's something way down. There's soil. There's nutrients in the soil. There's seeds that go into it. And there's a, you know, a, for a flower to be there, it doesn't just live like a cut blossom. It's got some life in it. And so God, sort of in that minute, just showed me a bigger perspective on I see a pretty flower, and he's seeing life that flowed into that and came out in beauty. So that's, that was the lesson. When we're walking with our eyes open and our heart inquiring, then we see lessons every place. That's why I want perspective. I want to be looking. I call myself a treasure hunter for the things of God. And this, this is a dark world. The dark is easy to see. The dirt is easy to see. The treasure is hard to see sometimes. So we look for the treasure. That's my prayer and hope for you is look for the treasure because it is there. And when we look for it, we can find it. Seek and ye shall find. There's treasure all around us every day. And we just got to look for it. And that is such a happier way to live. than boy, it's dark. Boy, it's cold. Boy, it's winter. Um, you know, when we're looking for the treasure, there's so much beauty in it. Okay, now one one more application here is um, I'm a treasure hunter both in circumstances of life. Bad things, there's still something redemptive in it as God is at work. But also in people, bad people, they weren't always that way because God is at work trying to get into them. And God has put treasure in human beings and the enemy twists it. So it's not, not real easy to find. But every human being has a treasure of the original intention of God for their life in there. And if we can look for that instead of reacting to their dirt, then we can be treasures and we are living the redemptive purpose of God. And he's at work in us to redeem, save this lost and broken world. They need it. They're not happy. They need the love of God. And so if we can be treasure hunters for what is God doing in that broken life, then we will live much better. Question of perspective. What are we looking for? What are we looking, what eyes are we looking with? Um, and I long for us, not just me, a single bus driver. I can, I can touch some people, but there's a lot more of you than there are of me. If we can have his spirit of um, redemptive treasure hunting in us and perspective to look for what God is doing, then this world will be better everywhere we step in Jesus' name.
1: Thank you. James, Pastor Andrew, thanks for everybody who made it out on a cold morning, everybody who's watching us online. I'm Pastor Steve, and this is a fun time where we get to be family, where we get to share with each other. And uh, we just just yesterday, a kind of a New Year's tradition of ours, we changed the questions up, but uh, something about what are you thankful for or where have you seen God this past year and there's then a like one to three prayer requests we can pray into for the next year we sat around his family one of mine was that all four of my kids are home and that was great and uh, so the uh, for us as a family this is our chance to say where have you noticed God where have you seen God and uh, to narrow it down a little bit you can focus on our theme of a year for healing community where have you seen His healing? Where have you seen his healing in, in community? Um, and where have you been part of that? So this is our opportunity to do that. I want to give you a minute to think about that. And then I'm going to give you a few minutes to share with each, somebody near you um, what, what you've noticed in the past year. Okay, And if you're on, online, especially on Facebook, put that in the chat. And if you, then we're going to have some people share some testimonies, and if you want what you put on the Facebook chat to be read, then put on, this is not just for you, but please bring it to Pastor Steve, and I'll, I'll try to read it. Now, we have nine people who've already um, put testimonies in ahead or, or booked a slot of what they want to say, so I'm not sure if we'll get to, to uh, what you might else want to say, but let's... Um, First of all, we all get to participate because I want you to take a minute and notice where God has been, and then in a minute I'll give you a chance to share that with somebody. So Lord, we thank you that you have been with us in 2021. Thank you that even if we didn't notice, you were with us. Thank you for the moments when we did notice. And I pray that right now you'd remind us of some times when you were with us in healing, and healing community, and in many other ways. Thank you for that reminder that you're giving us right now. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a time out there. Um, of course, we can continue this after the service. You can pick up where you left off or find somebody else to pick up with. But uh, obviously, God's been doing a lot of stuff because you're all chatting away about what God's been doing. And um, so, I would like to hear a very quick one from somebody just that was shared right now. A number of others that I'm going to share, but somebody want to just shout out one? Thankful for our health. Amen. Praise God, we have had a lot of healing in our church in this year. And a lot of protection in our church in this
2: year. Not one of the people who died from COVID? Yes. Amen.
1: We are, and we have been graciously blessed as a community to just have one person who used to go here, um, who hadn't been for a while, who died, and, and uh, one person in the hospital in this whole time. Um, God has been gracious. We are praying with all of, all of us who still know, but many, many of you have been healed, including myself, and we are grateful for that. I'm grateful for those of you who continue to uh, help with the healing. Um, I want to share something that Sharon Holmgren, who's not here, sent in ahead of time. And a couple other, um, there's three that I have here that I want to share. Sharon's a little longer than a couple real quick ones. Sharon says, 2021 has been a wonderful year for me. The most important thing about this year is that I've learned how good God is. I've embarked on many prayer journeys with others for family, for unreached people groups, for the church universal, for the needs of each one of yours when you share the request with me. So now you know who to give your request to, right? I would like to share specific answers to those prayers. One, the Lord gave me a word earlier this year, exponential harvest. I've been made aware that there are many people groups all over the world. There is an exponential harvest happening. Now that's true. Two, God used the capable hands of my eye doctor to clear away the cataract in my left eye so I can see clearly, especially at night. Praise God for healing, huh? Number three, 10 years ago this very weekend, my nephew made contact with my brother after being estranged for 23 years. The, the relationship has been rocky for the past 10 years, but this past week, my brother and I prayed that there would be contact made, and it was. They talked for five, 10 minutes on Christmas Even It sounds like they'll be ma- talking on a regular basis now. Please continue to pray for full restoration. That's some healing of community, huh? What, number four, watching our children and grandchildren grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord is an answer to this mother and grandmother's heart. Like Millie shared last week, when we call out to him, he hears us and he sees us. We don't see the answer right away, but he has heard us. Praise the Lord. Ken and I have been blessed by experiencing the fact of Acts seventeen twenty-six to 27, and he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings, so that they should seek the Lord and in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. We are exactly where God wants us to be so that we can find him and give him glory. And here's a couple of anonymous, very short ones. I see God's grace and healing even when the story isn't finished yet. So trust God for His grace, even if the end isn't in sight. In the middle of my trials, I just keep seeing God giving and giving and giving and giving. And then we're going to have Pastor Mike Burindaba come up and share his testimony. Um, yes. <clears throat> and you know, in, in this world, we're in a, it is a healing community. It will be a healed community resurrection community, but now we're in process, right? And Pastor Mike, tell us about the process.
3: Good morning, brothers and Sister. Yeah, I'm very uh, happy to be in front of you today because that, uh, I didn't think that that could be uh, like this during this year. As you heard, I was diagnosed with uh, a cancer in my leg, left leg. So uh, when the doctor told me about that, uh, I, I can say, truly, I was uh, kind of uh, angry against God. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah? Yeah, it was tough. I couldn't believe that uh, could happen to me. And uh, many questions and many thoughts came in my mind. and. Uh, so I become come a, a rebel against God, but God forgive me, <laughs> yeah, because I'm a human being and uh, I couldn't expect that in my life. So uh, then uh, I started uh, uh, my treatment and uh, I thank God for uh, the doctors who uh, truly rushed to help me and to treat me with a... Uh, A very uh, I can say strong and powerful treatment and also I I want to thank the church uh, uh, BCF uh, how you surround me I many came to see me at the hospital many prayed for me I know that your prayers helped me to get strong yeah and uh, also to uh, to raise my faith and to trust in God um, more and more Mm -hmm. and thank you and uh, thank for the NFC leadership also and ICF members they did a lot for me Uh, I don't know how to to say yeah my heart is full of uh, uh, thanks and uh, every day I raise my heart to God and say God bless ICF bless BCF bless uh, NFC bless because I couldn't believe that uh, I could, have, I could uh, have such love from you guys. It was uh, powerful, wonderful. It was uh, beyond my, my thinking what you did for me. All the help that I got from you and I continue to get from you. Oh, my God. Mm. Sometimes I, I have tears in my, in, my, in my eyes. Say, God, thank you the wonderful people you put around me mm-hmm. oh hallelujah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. hallelujah! Amen. thank you
1: what, and what's and where where are things at now mike yeah
3: i can say that now i'm feeling better and i still have some sharp pain in the leg yeah but i know that that will end and uh, next week i will start uh, rehabilitation i will Having some physical uh, kind of training to see how I can use better this leg and uh, could work. I hope that, uh, that maybe be before the end of this year, this month, maybe I will start uh, limping <laughs> and dancing from the nose. <laughs>
1: so um, so you, you had chemo. 24 seven. Yeah. uh, In the hospital for like five days at a time. Yeah. mm -hmm. Four rounds?
3: Oh Yeah, four rounds, yeah.
1: And then you had surgery after 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 it had shrunk to take out the cancer. Mm -hmm. They take the cancer out. And the cancer is gone. It's gone. The doctor said that I am (laughs) a free cancer.
3: (laughs) Right. (laughs)
1: So, praise God, you're cancer-free. God's answered our prayers. Yeah. And um, I know you got so distracted by all the, the love that was shown to you that you forgot yeah. to tell us God healed you from cancer. Yeah. So, that's yeah, great. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's true, Pastor. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, I, I, for now, I'm saying, uh, I, I say to God, yes, God, I, I don't, I, I didn't deserve to be healed, but it's your mercy only. Is that yes. what I'm saying to God? <laughs> Thank you for your mercy upon me. Yeah. It's not that I could have the right to be healed, but that is the mercy of God only. Yeah.
1: So we are so grateful that you have walked with God through this, even yeah. when you couldn't walk. Yeah.
3: Thank and you also for the book that you gave me. Oh, you're welcome. The, the, the Gospel of, uh, of Job.
1: The Gospel according <laughs> to Job. Yes.
3: That is interesting. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, let me just pray. Yeah. Lord, we are so grateful for your healing for Pastor Mike. Thank you that you have taken this cancer away from him, Amen. and thank you for those who helped in the healing, and thank you for all of those who walked with him, International Christian Fellowship, Bethlehem Christian Fellowship, others in the All Nations Family Churches. Thank you that he is with us, that he's well, that you are healing him, and we are so grateful for that. We're so grateful for his part in our community. It's such a key part. Thank you for the blessing he is, especially at ICF, and among us as well, so Pray that your continued healing for him and blessing to him, Amen. Amen. We we also had a great um, New Year's Eve. All nations, family of churches, with four of the congregations together, and it was great that we can be together again to celebrate, pray together, worship together. We were here from seven to midnight, and some of you were here for parts of that. Um, it was it was wonderful. And so great to to be with the All Nations Family Churches, including International Christian Fellowship. And Jim Nash has a
2: testimony for us. Howdy.
4: Looking? Yes. Um, 2021 was uh, kind of a boring, uneventful year, I think, for most of us. And uh, it was the same for me, too. Um, a number of years ago, I uh, would visit my mother and there was a woman there named Lorraine who you couldn't get by without getting a greeting from her. Well one day I walked in and she was silent and her face was all bruised up so I asked the chaplain what's going on and he says she's dying she's on hospice. I came down one night late night visit with my mother and uh, there was Lorraine sitting in the common area bruised up face, and you'd look at her face, her countenance, and you'd say she's preoccupied or perhaps fearful, facing death. But the beautiful part of it was a staff nurse was just sitting there. All the other adventures of the day were gone, and there was just one woman there. And she sat there and just held her hand. And it was a picture of tremendous beauty. You know, we think of beauty in so many ways, and it's been corrupted so much by the media that um, our own minds get numbed to the real concept of beauty. But there it was right there. And I didn't have a chance to talk to that nurse and tell her what a great thing she'd done until just recently. Her response? I don't remember. Mm. It was like, if someone asked me, uh, tell me the details of you brushing your teeth on July 4th. It was that much ingrained in her. And I look at all the staff, the chaplain, everybody there, they've built up such a culture of respect for life, all life, any life, in any condition, at any time. It's beautiful, and it's really great. You go to chapel services, the presence of God is there tremendously. And I'm, I'm truly amazed as I continue to rehearse the Old Testament concept of chesed, which on its surface is a simple act of kindness. But you drill down to the floor, and you find that it is a love of redemption. And this is the love of God for us, that the unworthy amongst us are, per Psalm 8, what is, son, what is man that you consider him, the son of man, that you take care of him? Made in the image of God. I was in a race meeting, uh, a race meeting, it was a meeting on race relations in White Bear Lake, and I simply said... My position is, each person is made in the image of God. And how I treat that person is how I treat God. And this big black Latino, I didn't think he had much of a sense of humor. Because walking in, he says, oh, I forgot my mask. And I said, I'll loan you mine. And he didn't laugh. So I thought, well, it's going to be interesting. He's in this small group with me. And uh, I said that. And he said, he, yeah. Why should anybody regard me just on the way I appear? Simple, simple little formula. But um, it's amazing to me, it really is, how God has spent so much time getting this through my thick head. Um, As we're young, when we're young, we think um, wisdom and strength reside within me. But, as we age, we find that it resides within Jesus Christ. And it is not my wisdom and my strength that the world needs. It's not my wisdom and my strength that any one of you needs. It's Christ. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we work to take Him into the marketplace. And uh, it, it's, it's been a good year to be able to do that. I wore the One Tribe t-shirt at um, one of the <laughs> meetings. And um pastor of a megachurch came up to me afterwards and said, I like your shirt. And I said, yeah, yeah, it's kind of good. And I just mentioned, you know, it's, it's, it, would, it would minimize a lot of the scapegoating that goes on. You know, like um, it's so-and-so's fault. When I worked in Jamaica, you see all everywhere, it's Manley's fault. So we could say it's Trump's fault. It's Biden's fault. It's Waltz's fault. It's... The Wuhan virus, it's Fauci and it's gain-of-function. And you could go on and on with all this stuff. But I, I said to him, you know, we, we're all looking for scapegoats over there. And, and um, instead of accepting the scapegoat that God mm-hmm. has created That's for right. us in Amen. Jesus Christ. And he smiled, he says, Rene Girard wrote on scapegoating, right. a book for anyone interested. Mm-hmm. And he says he arrives at the same conclusion Christ has borne it all. Yes. And Francis Schaeffer, one last point, I'm talking too much. Um, in his book, True Spirituality, he says, because the work of Christ is finished, our only response in all spirituality is gratefulness. Mm-hmm. And we live a life of gratefulness amongst one another and out in the marketplace of corruption. Mm-hmm. This is... Um, an ongoing lesson that was going on throughout the whole year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay.
1: And we are a house of prayer for all nations and some of our nations have come here. Some of us have gone there. We have a testimony from Abigail Sangendo and her husband Stephen from Uganda. Some of you remember her as a member here and her twins. Um, They are living there now. So let's hear from Abigail. Or at least see her.
2: <laughs> and then we'll do some
3: music next.
5: Quite some time. You also know my daughters, Glory and Gracie. Here's Gracie. Hey. And there's Glory. And uh, we just wanted to send in our, um, our thank you to, to the Lord and our, um, our testimonies for what God has done for us this year. Um, we, uh, we are in Uganda, and this is my husband, Stephen, and we uh. are super happy that we're together as a family right now. Um, And uh, this is, we're taking this video out where we live on our compound. And God has been so gracious to us and has uh, organized things so that uh, the pandemic wasn't uh, so terrible to us because we got to be together because of it. Um, And I'm just gonna um, tell Stephen, Stephen has a few things to say too.
6: Uh, Thank you. Um, Well, it's been a tremendous year, but first of all, um, this is Stephen Kalgoa Sengendo, husband to Abigail Sengendo. She's Nalong actually, which means a twin mother. Um, I'm here to testify about the goodness and the mercy and grace of God, how has been good to us, especially this year. Uh, First of all, Uh, We take life for granted, but life, life has been so good um, because a lot of people have died. A lot of people have lost a lot of people here in Uganda and in the US because of this uh, COVID-19. But we can't take it uh, for granted. We thank the Lord for that, uh, the Almighty. Uh, Secondly, um, actually in the last 10 years, uh, my wife and my kids Uh, In 10 years, I think this is the second time they've been in Uganda during the holidays. Uh, I can't thank God enough for that. Lord, thank you. You're so good. You're so merciful. Um, Yeah, it makes a difference because when you are this side of the world and they are in the other side of the world in the US, it sounds like you're in a desert and there's no water. But now I'm happy that they are here and they're alive. And then, thirdly, god has been able to protect us i was worried when they said you're going to be coming to uganda because of what was going out in the world like covid 19 and the test and all that i was scared i didn't know what to expect um but thankfully god made it possible that they were able to come and they didn't contract the virus and and they're healthy we've been protected um yeah we live in a semi rural area here Uh, a lot of things happen around us but we've been uh Luckily, I mean, not even luckily, but thank God that uh, we've been safe, we've been healthy. We have a few things here going on, some got uh, malaria and typhoid, but they're okay now. Um, I wish um, the next year, 2022, to continue being uh, a very wonderful year, because God has been good to us in the past one year of 2021. Um, I want to testify to the goodness and the mercy and the grace of God that has been with us um, and he will continue being with us, my wife and, my, and the kids growing gracie and um, thank you, thank you for watching and uh, I just want to wish you a prosperous new year and probably a happy new year in advance. Thank you, Stephen Sanyendokagwa. Okay, joining in is glory.
1: I was thinking, uh, we were commenting on how that's, that's a typical East African greeting. Praise God, we made it through the year. A lot of people didn't make it through the year. That was always a, but it didn't tend to be an American way to say, usually in America, New Year's comes and we're like, what are we gonna do next year to improve ourselves? Let's get our self-help list together so we can be better next year. But I think we're beginning to realize the gift of just living through a year. And uh, God's, God's gifts to us. And it's great that they can be together. Uh, various immigration issues that have allowed them. But COVID has given them other kinds of gifts. So let's, let's hear. Let's worship together. And thank you for your gifts to them and their ministry there last, a couple weeks ago.
0: You guys are probably ready to stand up. This is a slow song, but you can still stand up for it. It's, I wanted to sing amazed because God is always at work for us. He's dancing over us. Zephaniah says he's dancing over us, and we don't even see it, but he's watching out. He's delighted in what he's doing in us. So I want our hearts to dance in the in Jesus, um, even if you don't. Pastor Mike can't dance yet. We almost got you on Saturday, night. I mean, New Year's Eve. But anyway, his spirit was dancing.
2: He dents over me While I am on You say all am alive, But I never hear a sound Lord, I'm amazed.
0: Lord, I'm amazed. One more time.
1: testimony, welcome Annette.
7: Thank you, Thank you. well, um, for many of, I don't know if it was true for many of you, but for me, um, when I would look up at this banner that says 2021, the year of healing community, I kind of was always kind of wondering, what's, what, what, what really does that mean? And um, you know, I had this amazing a mother-in-law who was a nurse, who was, uh, and I know several of you are nurses, but uh, she knew all about what healing was about. And in, you always talk about the letters TLC, that nurses are experts in that, you know, tender and loving and caring. And I was always thinking, well, you know, what, but God, what does this mean? What does this mean for me? What, are, what is this year going to be? Unbeknownst to me, I was kind of on the opposite end of what I thought I would be for a healing. I often think of myself, and maybe you all do too, that you're the person giving or participating in helping God bring healing to other people. But for me this year, as, as many of you know, was a, um, a year for my husband to have to experience some extreme healing. And I also needed to heal. heal. And um, as I was reflecting on the invitation to um, share something, um, I really uh, came up with three different letters, and they aren't all the same letter, like my husband <laughs> <man>. <laughs> But uh, three letters, instead of TLC, I came up with FLP. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna throw this down here just so I have my hands over. Um, Because I think for us sometimes maybe maybe this isn't true for you, but this is true for me. I'm always thinking, you know, God, it's got to be this huge, or you know that there's this. I'm making it bigger, and so I feel like this FLP made it very much simpler. Because for me, um, though, my husband went through a massive heart attack. I also went through a heart experience in the sense of a stunning of my heart as well. And maybe this has happened to you or maybe this has happened to friends of yours who when they walk through a situation, and I will try not to cry, (laughs) when they walk through an extreme experience that is unexpected, that is confusing, it's very traumatic. There's trauma that's involved. And when you have trauma, you sometimes it's really hard, even though you know deep down in your heart somewhere who God is and um, your faith is not necessarily in peril in any sense of the word, it's still really, really hard for you to connect to God. Um, And you really need a community to come around you. And that's what I needed. I needed a community to come around me, to help me um, in, in my time. And my family as well. But for me personally, I just want to thank you. And for some of you, you may not be aware of how you did that. But I feel like God wants me to testify to that because I feel like um, this is the call for us as a church. Not, not the, just for the year, last year, but this is, this is the call of the church. Is to be a healing community. So what do those three letters stand for? F, L, and P. Well, the first one, believe it or not, is food. F stands for food. Yeah. Now, um, you might say, well, what, well, so for me, a very dear person here in this congregation set up a meal train for our family during this time, and, this, and family really meant Jim and I. Um, Noah showed up every once in a while, and another kid or two would show up every once in a while, but it was really two of us. But um, for me, it was, first of all, it was very humbling in the sense because I thought, no, that's what I do for other people. <laughs> you know, what does that mean for me? But, oh my goodness, and it was a gift that went on and on and on. And so many of you who are not even part of the meal chain just said, here, I feel like God's telling me that I should give you food. And you can't know how much when somebody is in crisis or when someone is in shock or when someone is in a deep, stunned place, how just the blessing of you providing a very practical, yeah. practical need. And it doesn't, you know, um, and and it was just so beautiful. And so I, I just want to thank you, and I want to thank God that, um, you know, I... You know, going to work and coming home and somebody else has made your meal for you is <laughs> quite amazing, um, and uh, so I, I just can't speak volumes enough to you, to the invitation to all of us. We heard about this week about for the cooks and and for others who um, maybe Warren and Susie need the same thing. I don't know, but there can be even your neighbors who who are going thing. You you can't know how much just meeting physical needs. You know. Is, is such a way of offering the healing, is offering, you are being Jesus with skin on when you are bringing food, when you are feeding people physically. So then what does the L stand for? Well, the L stands for something that all of us have. We all have these things. Some of ours work better than others. Some of us need a little help with it. And they, we have little devices in there that tune up our ears. But we all have ears. And the th- L stands for listening. Listening. You cannot know how valuable it is for you just to listen when someone is hurting. They're not necessarily looking for you to give them any answers. They're not looking for you to have a grand plan. They just need to be heard. And um, that was a gift that was given to me as well. And for Jim and I, and I just thank the Lord for how many people... Even when they were bringing food or, or just wanted to stop by and during, you know, the pandemic things, you know, they would just sit outside on our front lawn and just listen and hear hear the story over and over again of God's grace and of what God had done in our life and where we were still at in the process of trying to understand what God was doing. And in that confusion for me of being able to just, even for me to just have people sitting there listening to what my husband was saying so that I could listen. And just, I mean, you can't know how precious a gift that is to other people. And it doesn't cost you anything. It really doesn't. It's so beautiful. And so I just want to encourage you. That is such a big part of healing is just for people to be heard. Just to be heard. So just to come and listen. And then the P. (laughs) The P stands for prayer. You know, how often do we flip that phrase? Yeah, I'll be praying for you. Or we write it in your, you're in my thoughts, you're in my prayers. But I felt it. I felt, I felt. Because the other thing I want to tell you is when somebody is stunned, when someone is in a traumatic, has had a traumatic experience, they can't pray sometimes. Even though they know that's the right thing that they need, they can't do it. They just can't. Conjure up the words, they can't, they don't have the energy even to do that. And to know that somebody else is praying for you is is so good. And so I just I cannot tell you enough how beautiful, how wonderful that is, and how healing that is to know that even when I can't talk to God, somebody else is lifting me up before the Lord, and um, and that's a beautiful gift that we can give to each other as a healing community. So I just want to thank you so much for that, for, for my FLP that you gave to me, and then I just want to share with you one scripture, um, and this is from Hebrews 10. It's a very familiar scripture to my family because it's our life verse, but um, it's from Hebrews 10, verses 23 through 25. Let us hold unswerving to the hope we profess, for he who promises is faithful. That's what you do when you do FLP for somebody else. You are holding on to hope for them when they need it. That's what I needed. I needed hope. Okay. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Um, We're here, the way you heal people is you spur them on, you encourage them on towards all that God has for them. And, And even when they can't do the praying, even when they can't provide for themselves, and even when they don't know what they need and you just sit and listen. So um, I just wanna thank you and I wanna encourage you to continue to be that community that spurs one another on, as you've spurred me on. Thank you.
1: Thank you, and Liz Reed is gonna come. And Rebecca, why don't you come with her and come up here. Uh, Sit while, while Liz shares. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Annette.
8: All right, good morning, good to see you all. Um, I wanted to share today um, kind of a new insight or outlook that I gained this year. I spent half of this year in Thailand and half in the US. Um, And it was really interesting, you know, going through the pandemic and um, seeing what that's like in Thailand and here. And then also there's been a lot of political upheaval here and in Thailand. And one thing that I noticed when I talked to people there and here, it reminds me of a verse where David says, Oh, that I had wings of a dove, that I could fly away. And I had friends in Thailand, before I left, they were like, you are so lucky. You can go to America so easily because it's very difficult for them to get a visa. Um, And then I had friends here during the pandemic who were like, oh, I wish I could go someplace do something meaningful, like you are. And I was like, well, really, my life is, you know, wake up, take a shower, (laughs) eat breakfast, go to work. So it's really not a lot different than yours. Um, But I just wanted to encourage you. I know that both America and Thailand, it's been a season where a lot of things come to light. A lot of, like, the the corruption, or the, um, you know, everyone has a different idea of exactly what the issue is, but we're all very aware that, like, there are problems in our country, and in Thailand, too, they have had a lot that's come to the surface. Um, But I just wanted to encourage you with how significant and meaningful it is to be here in America, working towards, like, healing community. Um, A few things that I've noticed as I came back, um, in Thailand, there's, I think, one percent that identify as Christian, which is, like, a growth, so that's, like, a big thing. Everywhere you go, there's, like, spirit houses and, like, good luck charms and the rear view mirror and like statues and offerings to different gods. Um, So it's really a different experience to be in like the tiny, tiny minority. Um, I went to church in the red light district, which was a really wonderful church. Um, But I remember coming to church my first Sunday here and it just felt so much like lighter. And, like, you know, you hear of Olympic swimmers, they wear like extra swimming suits to train, and then they have a lighter weight when they race. That's how I felt coming back here. And just like you turn on the radio, and like every other station is a Christian station, it seems like. Um, And I remember feeling like growing up in a Christian subculture, there was kind of a narrative of, like, us against the world. And and it just really strikes you, like, but our world in America, we're still in the majority, like 67% compared to that 1% in Thailand, which isn't to minimize, like, you know, certainly there are things that come against us and division and hostility. But like, why was I so afraid? Mm. You know, like we we have so much, so many like resources and networks and like, and so like just like the confidence that we can have anywhere you go. Of course, we can be confident in like Jesus and being a part of the kingdom of God. But it's a very unique, like, opportunity that we have so, so many, like, resources and, like, churches and networks and ministries. Um, And then also, like, when I was in Thailand, I had a friend from the Philippines, and she was like, I don't think you realize in America just how much... What happens in your country influences the world. You know, like George Floyd was on the news everywhere in Thailand. And then things happened in Thailand. No one in America knows about it. And our, our music, our movies, our media, it's like the the world. It, so, like, when we work towards healing community and our Small community and in our culture that has like such an opportunity to influence the world. So, just how strategic it is to be here in America and how meaningful it can be, I want to encourage you that like the small things, because really what you do here in America, if you go overseas, it's not going to be like magically amazing it's just normal life and all you can do is just like love each person right around you in little ways and what makes it meaningful is jesus and the gospel and the kingdom of heaven um yeah so that was what i wanted to share
1: and i want to Pray for you, Liz, if that's all right. Yeah, sure. Um, Liz was almost three years in Thailand, Mm -hmm. right? Sent from here to there. And she's now back with us and teaching English at International uh, Institute. And uh, going into a new culture is difficult. Returning Mm -hmm. has its own difficulties and normal things. But um, let's just pray for Liz as she's in this transition. Lord, we thank you for Liz. Thank you for her... um, representing us and, and doing the work she was doing in Thailand, teaching English. And now that she's here, teaching English to people who are here, we pray that you'd continue to bless her and help her in this transition and help help all of us who are in transition, moving between communities and doing different things. And Lord, as she is finding her place here, and, and just the um, thank you for the ways that you have provided for her and, and moved her. Thank you that she's back with us. We appreciate that, Lord. And we um, we pray that you would bless her and use her in her day-to-day, now. Um, And be bless her and make her a blessing in all of her relationships, we pray. Amen. Amen. And uh, we have somebody else who was willing to be a missionary to Thailand, willing to be a missionary to the Korean people here, and then God sent her to Foston. And I don't know. Anyway, she's been, she's got, come on up Rebecca. Um, She definitely has gotten some blessing up there, and since she, I happened to see her there, she did not volunteer for this, but I just thought it would be awfully nice for us to have an introduction. Uh,
9: yes. Good morning. So welcome Thanks back, yeah. Rebecca Hansen. It's So good to be here. I've missed you all so much. Um, it's been three months since we moved, um, and two and a half weeks ago, we welcomed Maggie Joy to our family. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say, I guess. Because I wasn't prepared for this, but um, yeah, just looking back on the year, we're, we were just so blessed by our time at BCF, Reuben, me, Lydia, um, and you know, it's it's hard transitioning to a new place, like it's been, we've been very blessed in Faustin, that's where Reuben grew up, and the church up there has blessed us a lot, but I've had a lot of hard days, um, And I think coming into the winter now, it'll be even harder because, you know, when you're moving and unpacking and getting everything ready for a baby, you know, you're really busy and your mind is kind of on a million things. And now the winter months are coming. Um, But yeah, um, just thank you so much for everything you've done to bless us the past couple of years. And we hope to stay connected, even though we'll be a little far away. So.
1: Okay. Great. (laughs) Blessings. Thanks for introducing Maggie to us. Yes, and let's hear um, worship. We're going to do worship, and then we're going to do communion, and then we're going to pray for Pastor Jim and Noah, who are going to Mexico, and Annette, who's not going to Mexico. Um, Yeah.
0: I wanted to sing the, uh, the song Our Father. It's based on the Lord's Prayer. And um, it's got a kind of a recurring line, Let Heaven Come. And um, James, before, yes, sir.
1: I'm just going to share the Facebook ones before you, before you go. All right? Uh-huh. Yeah, why don't you read them? So, we, uh-huh. I, for those of you who are here, you may not know that there's an active Facebook chat that goes on every Sunday. And uh, we invited them to also share testimony. So let's just have those before we go to the next worship song.
10: Okay, does this come through okay? All right, Um, the first one is mine. So in March of 2020, which was at the beginning of realizing that COVID would be a thing of significance, I did a three-day fast. And one thing that I prayed for was that God would equip scientists and medical professionals to share information and discover ways to treat COVID and develop vaccines and therapeutics. Healing comes from the great physician and he often works through people. In 2021, I was excited to see vaccines become widely available and had the opportunity to assist with some vaccine clinics during which the vials miraculously had more vaccine than expected. One clinic, we had 57 doses for 57 people from vials that should have had 50. Beforehand, I was concerned we would have too many people for the available doses, and I wondered if I should tell some people not to come. But I felt God tell me he would work it out, and oh, how he did. I know some of you here got some of those miracle doses. Um, I also felt like he told me, tell of the wonderful things I have done to the generations to come. I'm looking forward to the endemic phase of this virus and the ability to gather again with fewer limitations, but I've also been blessed to gather in new ways, including the Facebook community and Zoom discussion. So even when I'm here, I'm on Facebook and it's really fun to interact with people, ask questions, have questions answered. Um, That's been fun. I'm thankful for the technology that's allowed community while distant. Um, So that's mine. And then I have one from Jennifer Mason Who says, we hosted a very small New Year's Eve celebration and I was talking with a friend who had a really rough week before Christmas with her laundry and stove breaking. She has small kids. And how someone from her church blessed her and her family with a check to pay for it all. She was commenting how it made her uncomfortable to receive charity, even as she felt blessed. The conversation caused me, once again, to reflect how blessed my family and I have been by people over the years. As an example, the majority of our furniture has been gifted to us. I was able to share with her how good it is to be a recipient of blessing because it allows others to be the blessed, be the blessers, sorry. We have in turn blessed others by passing furniture on to them in their need and it's possible because of how um, the community has richly blessed us and how blessed we are to be in community.
0: all right i'd like to sing our father the lord's prayer you're you're again you're welcome you don't have to stand up but you're welcome to i i like to stand up every now and then just to get my blood flowing again it's really good stuff but need to move sometimes um i wanted to do this because it's the what the lord taught us to pray and there's we have a recurring line in this your kingdom come your kingdom come i'm sorry let heaven come let heaven come and i've always i was struggling with that because it's like well, what do we mean by that? Someone said that about the healing community. What, but Jesus is the one who said, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So we're not looking for an early end, but we are ambassadors of a kingdom from above. And so as when I say, let heaven come, I'm saying Christ in me, extend your kingdom through us. May we be on the side of heaven instead of on the side of this dark earth. So um, when I say, let heaven come, I mean, King Jesus in me, let your reign, your rule come among us. Our
2: Father in heaven, in heaven.
0: That again, our Father. Our Father, this is our prayer, God.
1: to communion. I hope you have one of these. If you don't, you could raise your hand and one of the ushers can bring it to you. A couple over here. I think the ushers are going to get some. So this is very appropriate. We've had uh, a great chance for people to share. And communion is a time when we share, when we celebrate community, when we remember, when we pull ourselves together. And um, it's a year f- for healing community. Even in 1 Corinthians 11, where we usually read, uh, the community wasn't perfect. Uh, Paul was telling them how they could heal their community and how there were some differences and disparities and things that needed to be done. But it's a reminder again of how we are one. We are one family. We are members of one body, participating in one body together. And if you're here today and you're not one of our members, but you have given your life to Jesus, you're welcome to, to share um, communion with us. Um, kids who are with families, you can, families can decide, parents can decide whether the kids can participate. You know where they're at, and we will just hold this as we, as we participate. So I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians 11. <clears throat> Paul says this, for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. So, uh, he didn't do it quite this way, because uh, I don't think he peeled the plastic back and found the bread there, but uh, probably it was a little easier. Uh, he took some bread, um, and when he had given thanks. So, let's just give thanks. Lord, thank you for the bread from the earth. Thank you for food from the soil. Thank you for all that you have given us. And thank you for giving yourself to us. Then he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So let's eat the bread together.
2: Thank you, Lord.
1: In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. So it's not going to be the same way as Jesus, but the same way for us. We pull this back here. Um, He took the cup. And, And he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Until heaven comes, until the kingdom of God is here on a new earth among us in our resurrection bodies, we get to participate in this remembering and anticipating and being together. As we look back and we look forward and we look around at God's presence among us. So let's drink this new covenant together. Lord, we are so grateful for you giving yourself, for our healing, for our forgiveness, for making us a community and a kingdom, a church, your body, your family. Thank you for all that you are doing. Thank you for helping us to notice. Thank you for your work that is going to continue into 2022. Give us eyes and perspective to see it. And to be it, to be part of the blessing that you are doing. Amen. Another song.
0: Why should I gain? Why should
1: to us. Jim and Annette and Noah, why don't you come up so we can pray for you and send you out. Yes. Okay. James has a going out song for us to end with. Why don't you share a little bit if you want.
11: Good, yes. (laughs) Someone did James's. Uh, thank you, Church. Right one, um, Annette has already shared uh, this morning the testimony, and uh, I just say Amen to that and put an exclamation point. Thank you. Um, as you were inviting us, Pastor, at the beginning to reflect on this year and just the the one thing that I um, that came as we were waiting was just um, profoundly. I was just. Confronted in a profound way with my helplessness. Mm. I was utterly helpless. I mean completely and totally helpless. But I was carried. But God. Mm -hmm. and But the people of God. Mm -hmm. And they came in so many ways. And when it talks about angels unaware, one of my favorite pictures now is the... uh, men from Ethiopia who helped me take my first shower. Mm -hmm. You have no idea how good that felt. Mm -hmm. To have somebody wash your back. Mm -hmm. To have somebody just care for you. The laying on of hands, it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. So thank you, thank you for caring and cocooning us in your prayers. And now, uh, four months since my uh, massive heart attack, I have the opportunity to uh, head on my first international trip since COVID hit. I was in Rwanda when COVID hit in March of 2020 and got one of the last flights back home and now heading out. Uh, Noah and I leave on Wednesday. Uh, We'll be gone for 11 days Uh, and uh, going down to Oaxaca. We're going to be with, uh, hosted by Ben and Hannah, Clark, our dear friends. So this is all these mission threads coming together. I'll bring them the greetings from the church and the love. And uh, we are hosting our healing and reconciliation retreats. We have two three-day healing and reconciliation retreats uh, happening. One for the staff and spouses there, and one for zone pastors. uh, And we'll be doing a number of other ministry assignments while we're there as well. And so. Noah's coming along as our videographer, and also uh, his father's uh, Sherpa, Sherpa. <laughs> 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 to, uh, to be his, uh, his mother's eyes on her husband, <laughs> making sure he's, uh, yes, have you taken your pills today? Um, and, uh, but just to be with, so, and Pastor Sam is joining us from Cross Culture. And we're so so grateful to be going with them and there. So thank you for sending us. This is with my work, for those of you that don't know, sorry. Uh, we're going, uh, I lead the Pilgrim Center for Reconciliation, so we're going down to do healing and reconciliation work there, bringing hope and healing, as we do, to those who are wounded and weary and waiting. And um, so thank you for your prayers. Thank you for sending us. And Lord willing, in a couple weeks, have a testimony of the great things that God will do. so um, And pray for my wife. Yes, this is a big step of faith for her to release me to go. So uh, this has been an interesting journey that we've been on all these months. And so your prayers are genuinely make all the difference. Thank you. Thank you for all the good food. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the prayers.
1: So we are grateful that God has healed you. Um, as you have said, this is borrowed time. You could very Bonus. easily... Bonus time. It could have easily been dead, so we're glad you're not, to put it bluntly. Um, And we're glad that you are still on mission and we can still send you. And so we're grateful for all of the healing that God has done in our community this year. And we just want to send you now. So Lord, we pray. Would you all extend your hands toward them? Lord, we pray for Jim, for Annette, for Noah. This is something they have been doing on a regular basis. It's also a new challenge, in a new season, in a new way. Um, As Jim is still recovering from this heart attack, and um, Annette is still recovering from the trauma of almost losing her husband, and Noah is going on a new adventure as well. Lord, in this season, in this time, in this special place, we pray that you would do your work. We pray that they would be agents of reconciliation. We pray that they would bless the people there, the staff there, the zone pastors, all the others who they're in contact with. We pray that there would be a blessing to Ben and Hannah and their family from us. We thank you that we get the chance to send them. Thank you that your healing community is all over the world. Thank you for all the connections that we have. People coming and going and, and uh, Zooming and Facebooking. And even the people who are going to watch this YouTube um, from around the world or who are watching right now. Lord, we are grateful that you are a worldwide God for every person and every people. And Lord, we thank you that you are now sending them. And we also want to participate with you in sending them. And we want to participate with you in caring for Annette as she stays. Lord, going is hard, sending is hard. And yet you are with us in all of it. So we pray your blessing, your grace, your health, your open doors through all of the uh, border checks and COVID checks and everything else that is needing to happen, the, all the flights and the, um, all, of the, all of the boundaries and barriers that are on the way. Would you open the doors and would you make healing and reconciliation happen? And would you in each moment... Make yourself very real, not only to them, but to all who they are ministering to. And to all who are praying for them as well and participating in that way. So Lord, we thank you for your goodness to us, to our community. And we pray that you would be a blessing to them as they go. And all those who are going, who are sent, who are out, who are welcomed among us. We thank you for your goodness and go with God. May, may your Holy Spirit flow through them and, and may, they, may they be carried along by the flow of your Spirit as they go. Lord, we think of that picture from uh, 25 plus years ago of the, the, the rose bubbling up out, the, the water gushing out of the crack in the sidewalk, kind of what James was saying, and flowing out through the streets of the city and around the world. And Lord, as they go, may they be in the flow of your Spirit in what you are doing. As we continue to participate in what Jesus began to do and teach, what the early church began to do and teach in in Jesus, we thank you for our chance to be part of your work and your love and your healing around the world. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Okay. All right. I really wanted to kind of close our time together with the song Step by Step because God walks with us. Step by step, it's not like he meets us in LA, you know? He he didn't fly over and meet us when we land, but he walks with us step by step. It's a long journey, it's a step by step journey. He is with us hand in hand. So if you're willing to stand up one more time, and then, um, then a quick benediction, and then we can head out. But I wanted to end up with that he's with us step by step.
2: Seek you in the morning. And I will
0: learn to walk in your way, and step by step you'll leave me, and I will follow you my go from the top with we oh you are our God and we will ever praise you,
2: oh God. You are our God And we will ever praise you We will We will seek you follow you all of our days. And we will follow you all of our days. And step by step you'll lead us. And we will follow you all of
0: our days. May it be so Lord Jesus.
1: So go in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ in the love of the Father and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Go to be his witnesses. Be Jesus. Do like Jesus. Speak like Jesus. Listen like Jesus. Bring food like Jesus. Do what Jesus would do in his name and in his power. Amen.